Welcome to the Fit40 Podcast, where we take all the confusing, conflicting fitness and nutrition information and break it down so that you can live your healthiest, strongest, most energized life. I'm your host, Brian Fitzsimmons. Let's get it started. All right, what's up, everybody? Today, another special guest. We're just on a roll. We This is uh, number three in a row. This one is my superstar client, Kem, who has managed to lose over 90 pounds. And with me, she's been able to lose 20, and she's continuing to burn the body fat, build lean muscle at the same time, because she is misconsistency. I got to tell you, she is like the most on-point person I've ever worked with. And I thought, what better than to bring her on and give you guys all some tips so that you can get started or continue on your fitness journey. So, Kem, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Very welcome. Very welcome. So let's talk a little bit about, before we go into what you did exactly, let's talk about like how you grew up. Because I know a lot of times people are like, oh, well, these people, they probably grew up with like very healthy homes around food and stuff (laughs) like that. So let's- Let's give the people a little bit of your backstory. Um, well, um, my mom was married and divorced five times by the time I was 18. So we moved a lot. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you how many school, different schools I went to. And um, I like try to sit and think of like something that my mom cooked that was my favorite thing to eat. And there's like nothing other than her Christmas divinity candy that she made. Um, yeah, it was just like, she'd make stewed tomatoes which was just bread mm-hmm. crumpled up in tomatoes it was so gross i was think i was i was probably 10 11 12 before i would even eat a green bean hmm. you know and that's like one of my staples now okay i wish you know and i wasn't and it's probably a bad thing like i wasn't like exposed to like carrots and broccoli and celery and all the good stuff and i still won't eat a lot of that stuff so yeah. Hey, I mean, if you don't learn as a kid, it's like, why would you, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. And now when would you say your like journey to get healthier and like get yourself in a better place physically? When do you think that would, that started around? March of 2021, but it okay. wasn't the best way because I thought that I needed to eat less than a thousand calories a day to mm-hmm. lose weight. So I would drink literally two glucerna shakes a day. And then um, my husband at the time would smoke me chicken, like a whole pack of chicken. And I would have smoked chicken at night. That was, that was my meals. Smoked chicken sounds like a big upgrade from uh, bread and sauce. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really, really good. Not that it wasn't good, but the, I didn't, I mean, and I lost 40 pounds but then it's not sustainable. You know, once you start eating regular food, you start putting the weight back on. Yeah. So. And out of that 40 that you initially lost, how much would you say came back on? Um, I was, I was started at 253 and I made it down to 213 and I was probably back up to like 225. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was still, but I wasn't, there was no exercise included in that. Mm-hmm. It was just, just diet. Yeah. Yeah. And then in in November of last year, I joined a local women's gym. And that is when my leg really started bothering me because they were doing stuff for all the women, including 20 plus. And I knew my leg was an issue, 
but it got so bad after that that I I could I lasted one month and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, unfortunately, it is like a lot of people don't realize that when you do get started with exercise, sometimes it does bring out certain things that need to be addressed. Yeah, but, like I can't do jumping jacks. I still can't yeah. do jumping jacks. So yeah. Yeah. And you're not alone because that's like one of the big things that I know when I yeah. like, I've been training people over the age of 40 for going on like seven, eight years now. And it's always the jumping that gets people. And it's yeah. like, in more more cases than not, it's like an uneducated trainer, but sometimes it's just a lazy group trainer that's like, I just got to get them to sweat somehow. And it's like, there's yeah. so many better ways. And I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning and going before work. And yeah, it just one month was, I, and I lasted the month, but yeah, I couldn't do any more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're definitely not in the minority there because I mean, you have a very similar story to many people I've talked to where it's like you do everything that you think you're supposed to be doing. And for some reason, it just doesn't work the way that you want it to work. And a lot of right. people get left in this like limbo as far as fitness and nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. So when do you think you started making those changes that were more sustainable? Like what did you, what were you exposed to? Or like, what did you see that was like, oh, I should try that method? Well, my husband passed away from COVID in January. And then I got to talking with my daughter and she's the one that really got me started with the macros and, and tracking my macros and counting my calories by grams instead of trying to just like wing it. And uh, mm -hmm. that's when I started meal prepping. And uh, so I only cooked like twice a week. Mm -hmm. So, and then like on the night before I'll make my food for work the next day. So I'm not having to get up and think about what I'm going to eat today. It's already done except for supper. And then it's already ready. I just have to go home and put it together. And, and I've come up with a lot of cool recipes. Like I make a, um, a chicken chili, which is just, it's black beans, corn, rotel tomatoes, chicken, and a little bit of chili seasoning and cumin. And that's it. And I can just make a single serving of it. And it's so good. I don't nice. need the chips. I haven't, I don't know when is the last time I had fried food. And like, before I go to a restaurant, I'll Google what they have before I go to see what I'm going to eat. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that's, that's been, and the ladies I work with, they'll say, oh, that that's just too much. And I was like, it's not though, because it's working for me. And even I had my knee replacement on May the 18th. So I couldn't from May 18th until beginning of July, right before I started with you, I couldn't do any exercise. Mm -hmm. But I would literally walk 15 minutes a day. I was at my daughter's house and I would walk around her dining room table for, I'd set alarm clock and walk for 15 minutes just to make sure I was getting some kind of exercise. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've, since my knee surgery, I've lost 27 pounds. Yeah. Well, now that so, that knee's good to go, it's like, there's yeah. nothing holding you back, right? No, no, nothing. Awesome. Awesome. I now, wish let's... I could run. I can't run, but I don't, uh -huh. I know, I realized I don't need to run. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause everybody seems to think that running is like the key to fat loss, right? No, no, it's not. Diet yeah. is the key to fat loss. Amen. <laughs> now <laughs> let's talk a little bit about that transition because I know that you were off to a really good start with your daughter and like going with the macro route and like yeah. doing all that. What was the transitionary point or like, what was the reason that you reached out and said, Hey, I, I want to crank this up a notch and get a coach because I didn't know what exercises to do, you know, cause I mean, you see all the stuff on TikTok and on, on Facebook and on Instagram, but I didn't know what I needed to do 
to make me better. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like, it's funny because I like have a thigh gap. I've never had a thigh gap. I've always had fat legs. I've always had a big butt. My girls tell me I don't have a butt anymore, but <laughs> you know, I asked my daughter the other day, I said, am I too, cause I'm 54. I'm, am mm-hmm. I too old to wear leggings? She's like, do you feel comfortable in them? I was like, yeah. She's like, then do whatever the hell you want to do. So I do. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. You get, you, I gotta say, you definitely have an asset that not so many people are very lucky to have, which is you have a very supportive family. Like that yes, is I, like a game, yes, a complete I, game changer. Yes. Awesome. And like I said, and like, I mean, I have Sarah, my daughter, Sarah is going to school to be a physical therapist assistant. So like after, even after my knee surgery and I was done with physical therapy, she got to look at my leg and she's like, it's not, it's not bending like it was. So I had went back a little bit on how far it would had, I was able to bend it. But now I'm actually, since I'm doing a little bit of squats and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's getting, I'm, I think I'm getting more, more range of motion out of it, which when the doctors always say it could take a year, it could take a year. I, you know, I'm not a patient person. (laughs) Yeah. I want it to be better. <laughs> Just like I told you, I have that. It's called a patella clunk. It's a mm-hmm. spot above my knee where it's probably scar tissue, but I, I don't want him. You know, his first thing was, well, I can go in and shave that off, but I don't want more surgeries. I want to be able. So I'm just trying to work it and just trying to get it to loosen up hopefully without having to have another surgery. Yeah. And another thing that the surgeons and the doctors are really good about doing is like putting it in perspective. Like I know um, from training people that are like ready to go with like a knee replacement and stuff like that for every, like, I think it's every five pounds lost. It's like 20 pounds off of your knee or something like that. So, I mean, weight loss and strengthening can take you a pretty long way. The surgeons like, we're going to have to get a new picture of you because you don't look like the picture. Cause I had my first knee surgery in 2014. They went oh, okay. in and cleaned them both out. So that's eight years ago. And I don't look the same as I did eight years ago. Yeah, well, so. definitely. I mean, yeah. with what you've accomplished in that timeline, it's, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And it definitely didn't happen in a couple of months, right? Like we no. see on these, these promotions and everything. No, no, that's like, it's funny. Cause they'll say, I, I hear on the radio all the time, go to this fat loss clinic, like in St. Louis. Cause I live close to St. Louis. And then you can lose 40 pounds in two, 10 weeks. There's no way. There's no way that that's sustainable. Yeah. We've got something similar like that in Jersey. There's like NJ diet or something. And I actually have a couple of clients that did it. And they're like, they tried to get you to eat at less than a thousand calories a day. They yeah. discouraged exercise. And you're just like, all right, this is like a setup to like get really like big numbers and then leave people high and dry. Like yeah. they're, they're going to gain all of it back immediately. Yes. And I had um, our work for our insurance does blood work every year. Mm-hmm. And my, my bad cholesterol was just a little high, but my good cholesterol was high enough that it like counteracted it. So I got a green all the way across. Um, the health coach that comes in and talks to us every year didn't even recognize me. He, cause last year, you know, I still weighed well over 200 pounds. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whatever you're doing, it's working. Yeah, Keep it up. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. he tried to sell me on these drops. Is it HGC drops or something like that? I don't even know. I mean, there's something new every, every six months. They're trying to push some yeah. bullshit that has and, like yeah. one study that is funded by the company to show what it wants to show. Yeah. yeah. And 
like the ladies I work with, I work with a couple older ladies and they're like, the weight is just falling off of you. I said, but it's, it's, it's coming off and you know, it's not falling off because I've hit a spot where I get kind of discouraged because it's yeah. like up and down one or two pounds. And then, and then I'll like talk to you and then I'll think maybe I need to go on maintenance and then I lose those couple pounds and I don't yep. go. So that's, I'm just going to keep it up. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people in your situation that do like push through and like lose a lot, a lot of weight, all of a sudden hit that point. And then usually for most people that results in gaining back 10 to 20% of what they lost, but because you're sticking with it and you're just like, all right, I'm just going to see it through, put, yeah. keep pushing. It does eventually come off because as much as we would love for that scale to be a nice straight line down, yeah, that's it's not, not how it goes. No, it's not. Yeah. Now that all being said, let's talk a little bit more about like actionable things that everybody listening right now could be like, Oh, I could do that today. So what do you think are like some of the key things that have helped you out when it comes to this weight loss journey, like simple habits that you do? Meal prep. Meal I, prep. Literally, I, I have an Instapot. I cook a whole package of chicken. Um, it takes 45 minutes and it's done. I put it in the fridge and then like Tonight, when I get home, I will fix my food for tomorrow at work. So I will, I usually, I cook one egg with um, probably, it's like one egg is like 50 grams and it's like a hundred grams of egg whites. Uh -huh. um, and I try turkey bacon. I don't like it. So I switch back to regular bacon. So I have like, it's 13 to 17 grams. It's two slices of regular bacon. I throw that in there and I just put it in the container. Um, so my lunch is ready for tomorrow. My breakfast is ready for tomorrow. Um, sometimes I will, um, I know sometimes it looks like I have a lot for breakfast, but I'll eat something before I go to work. And then about 9 30, 10 o'clock at work, I will eat my eggs. And because sometimes I don't get to go to lunch until like one. Mm -hmm. So, and then by the time I get home from work a little after five, I'm starving, but my food is already ready. I don't have to sit and think about what am I going to fix for dinner tonight? It's already ready. Um, I usually like yesterday, I put green beans in the crock pot, fresh green beans, and um, I cook them and now they're in there. So all I got to do is heat up my food. It's to me, that makes it more sustainable than having to try to decide what are you going to eat? You know, yeah. what are you going to, um, are you going to go to Taco Bell and get two tacos? Are you going to go you know, McDonald's and try to see if they have something grilled or a salad. Yeah. I, you know, I've even switched. I don't use ranch dressing anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I use red wine vinaigrette because it only has 70 calories for two tablespoons versus 110, 120 calories for ranch. So, and it's just, it's just the small changes. Yep, absolutely. And I love how you pointed out two things there. The one is it's actually a concept that um, when I had David uh, Daniel Rosenthal on, he was talking about eliminating as many decisions as possible. And right. it seems like you've mastered that because yes. there's no thought process. It's this is what I'm doing. Right. And I may not put everything in the My Fitness Pal at night, but I have a I have my scale in there. I have a notepad right beside it. And I mm -hmm. literally weigh everything, write it all down. So the next morning I just get up and I type it all in. There you go. And I'll and even then, slice up my fruit. I, I'll uh -huh. have a bowl of fruit too to take with me. So I have, unfortunately, like mangoes and, and kiwi and stuff is not really in season right now, but I have like strawberries and 
um, grapes and apples already in there and I can just cut them up. I have been making my own applesauce versus mm -hmm. buying applesauce. So I know how much sugar is in it. And it might be like seven pounds or it's not seven. It's about five pounds of apples with, and it only has a half a cup of regular sugar in it versus. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I that's, just weigh it out in grams and yeah. And that's number two, which is the substitution because yeah. I, I know we get caught up in like, oh, I got to eliminate this from my diet. I got to get no. rid of this in my diet. And it's like, we know that doesn't work either. No. <laughs> got to find those substitutes. I know my, right. my personal favorite is the reduced, uh, reduced sugar ketchup because the taste is very, very little like difference and yeah. you're saving like it's five calories per like whatever the serving is, as opposed to 50. Yes. And finding those substitutions is like, that's, that's where it becomes easier. Yes. I am going to try. Um, I bought me some cottage cheese and I bought a food processor and I mm -hmm. mixed it up. So I am going to try making something that requires Greek yogurt, but I'm going to substitute the the processed cottage cheese to see yes. how it is. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to. I, I'm very curious to see how that pans <laughs> yeah. out because I know a lot of people, their issue with cottage cheese is that texture with the chunks. But yeah, if but you it can doesn't like, have the chunks. Yeah, yeah, if you can blend that finely and like get it nice and smooth, I could see that working. Like you might be on the side. I like cottage cheese. I do not like Greek yogurt. I yeah. have tried Greek yogurt and other stuff. I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I love Greek yogurt, but my body doesn't like it. So if you can figure out this cottage cheese thing, because I'm the texture type that's yeah. like, nope, can't do it. If you can make it nice and smooth, you might you might be onto something. I'm very, very pumped to see how it turns out. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll let yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Now, we went over a lot and I know everybody's got like a ton of tips that they've got to use now. Let, let's talk a little bit about the next step. Like, what are your plans? Because like we talk about all the time, this isn't just a one and done thing where it's like, no. oh, I lose the weight and then I'll go back to what I was doing. Like, no. we're always setting that next goal. Now, let's see, what what is your next goal? Um, And weight wise or just what I anything, want? Anything, anything. Um, I'm- you know, I'm after that revenge body. I told you that. Yep. Uh, I, I'm getting there. Um, I think the ladies I work with says, you don't have 10 more pounds to lose. I do. I think I do because I still, I mean, I'm 54 years old, but I still, you know, I always said I have a baby, that baby pooch and mm -hmm. my baby's 28. So it's not really a baby pooch anymore. It's just that I was fat. So yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just working to, um, when I went to uh, buy clothes this last couple weeks ago, I wore mm -hmm. a size eight in pants. I probably haven't worn a size eight since I was 13, 14 years old. You wow. know, even when I weighed what I weigh now, cause I might like at my high school weight right now, I wore a size 10. I'm, I'm gonna say a size 10 cause I could probably wear a junior size, but I had a big butt and big hips and I don't have that anymore. So I'm thinking maybe a size six will fit me next time I go for, cause I literally had to buy a whole new wardrobe cause I had 18s and 16s. And when it was funny, cause when I was in 18s, I was thinking, man, if I could just get down to those 16s, mm -hmm. those would look so good. And then when I finally came back home, when we got the remodel done, um, none of my clothes fit, none. The 16s didn't fit the... I think I had a couple 14s. They didn't fit. None of my mm -hmm. clothes fit. So literally I have a whole new wardrobe. 
That's pretty wild. That's the part yes. they don't tell you about is like, no. that's investing in your fitness. Are and you willing to spend all that yes, money on new clothes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bought at the beginning of spring, I bought large shorts because I, before mm. I wore extra large, now all of those are too big. Uh-huh. So next spring, if I keep it up, I will probably have to have a whole new wardrobe again. Okay. Fingers crossed, right? Yes. <laughs> but I know there's no luck needed because you are, like I said, you yeah, always do what you got to do. I am determined. Yes. Yes. The picture of determination right here. Yes. Now I like, I, I can see that happening even sooner than that, because when it comes to like a timeline, I know that's like a big deal for a lot of people because they don't really have a good grasp on like how long this process actually takes. So let's say somebody's listening in right now and they're like, I just want to lose like 20 pounds. Like if you were to tell yourself back then, like some advice, if you were like, oh, I just wanted to lose 20 pounds, what would you say to Kim in the past? Um, Kim in the past probably wouldn't been able to do it. Yeah. Even, even 20 pounds was, it took a lot. Like I went, to, uh, I would go to the gym every morning and I would come home and try to go back to sleep. And, you know, there for a while, I was only getting like four hours of sleep a night. I've mm -hmm. learned that if I do my workouts later at night in the evening, I sleep better. And I don't know why, but, um, I get seven to eight hours of sleep a night versus three to four. Um, I, I don't think old Kim could have done it. Kim, yeah. old Kim was, didn't have the mindset that this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally can see why now, how about when Kim, like the Kim that started her journey and was like doing her best, what would you change about that? Like if you were to t like have a conversation with your past self. I would eat more whole foods versus substituting, you know, that Glucerna shake. Cause I mean, I spent a lot of money on that stuff and it didn't work. Yeah. I mean, it worked, but it, it was never sustainable. I didn't realize it was not sustainable. You know, just cause you lose weight doesn't mean that if you go back to what you were doing before, that weight is never going to stay off. It's always going to come back. Yeah. Cause that, that's the kicker, right? If your end plan yes. is, Oh, I'm just going to go back to what I was doing. Once I get to this point, it's like, you're going to get back to where you, when you started. Started Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I mean, there's nothing more to add there. That was beautiful because yeah. I was, I was hoping that you'd go into that whole experience with like the shakes and everything, because I think yeah. a lot of people are stuck on that carousel of like, being right. taken advantage of by these companies that are trying to convince you that their way is the way. And yeah. if you don't spend hundreds of dollars a month taking their supplements, eating their pre-packed foods, then you're not going to have any success. No, now, I do take, I take vitamins every day, but it started with the, uh, the COVID regimen vitamins. Mm -hmm. And now, um, like I, I've added like omega-3 because when I went before I had my surgery, I had an abnormal um, heart cat or heart EKG. Mm -hmm. um, so just so I can be healthy for my children, um, I continue to take those vitamins. It's not like it's a, a big deal or anything. It's just a, I take a mm -hmm. bunch of vitamins first thing in the morning and I'm good to go for the rest of the day. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that, like you said, with the meal prep, it's like bing, bang, boom, do it, get it down, yeah. done. <laughs> Yeah. And like awesome. everybody, I know a lot of people say, well, you got to take the carbs out. You have to have carbs. You have to have energy. Um, you have to have some fats. 
Um, Can you say that a little louder for the people in the back? Because yeah. car- carbs, <laughs> carbs are like that. <laughs> carbs are like the redheaded stepchild. Everybody wants to forget about them and not pay attention, but it's like carbs are the joy in life, and they lead to incredible workouts, right? Yes, yes, and they're but you have to like you can't have like a half a sleeve of Oreo cookies. That's not that's not the what you need. Yeah. I mean, I made, I made Oreo balls yesterday because, um, it was my, um, my, my daughter's uh, boyfriend's birthday is coming up and he's never had an Oreo ball. I don't know if you've I, ever had one. I've never had them. I might have to take a trip to go see you to try these Oreo balls. Oh my God. You just take <laughs> Oreos, you grind them up, you add a whole packet thing of cream cheese to uh-huh. them and you make little balls and you dip them in chocolate. Wow. That's it. Anybody listening, this is not a fat loss recipe. This is (laughs) when you're living life and you're, you can have those indulgences here and there. This is that. (laughs) Well, Alex is the kind of person that has to eat three to 4,000 calories a day or he loses weight. Oh, don't we hate those people? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And he knows that and he gets, cause Maggie doesn't always eat what she's supposed to do. Like she's supposed to, and he is on her thankfully because you know, She's a school teacher and sometimes she doesn't have time to eat, but he gets onto her when she doesn't eat too. Yeah. Hey, I get that. My, my girlfriend being a doctor, it's the same way. It's like, well, did you eat today? (laughs) She's like, no, I didn't have time. (laughs) No, I was like saving lives. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, it is tough. Everybody's got their schedule, their schedule issues and stuff. It's all about like you and me have talked about on our checkpoint calls. It's like, we just got to figure out the limitations and then that creates a box where we can have success. As long as we stay within that box and we figure out what we can work with, that's really the key, right? Right. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. And actually over the past week, I've decorated my house for Christmas. Uh huh. I have four Christmas trees up in my house. And yeah, it just put me in such a good mood, me and my daughter. And even Andrea is going to Branson with us this next week. Nice. I'm so excited. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. She's and, had been having a rough couple weeks. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. And I know Andrea is lucky to have a friend like you because like, I mean, that's one of the big underrated things when it comes to a fitness journey and a fat loss journey is having a friend to like vent to and like talk things out with because it's easy to get in your own head. Yes. And would you say you've, you had similar issues with that in the past where like you, you'd always like second guess yourself or like, yes, you're like, is this the right thing? Yeah. And there's some stuff I didn't understand. And I, you know, my daughter, Sarah, she understands a lot of that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was able to like, she's like, okay, just come up here and let me sit down like macros. I didn't understand macros. And she explained it to me. And I was like, okay, I, okay, I can do that. So, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot. Yeah. It's not an, it's not an easy, you know, everybody sees my weight loss and they think, oh, that's easy. It's not easy. You know, it's, but it's determination and uh, willpower, you know? Um, I know when my, when my leg started acting up, like I thought something was wrong with my back again, because my leg would hurt for my ankle all the way up into my lower back. Mm. And, um, like I wouldn't have that MRI yesterday because when they took the x-ray, I've had four back surgeries already. Two of them was to remove metal because it irritated the nerves going down my left leg. So 
but the space in between my S or my L5 and my S1 has shrunk like half. Mm -hmm. So, but that's the thing with having fusions, it starts affecting above and below. It's yeah. like, great. So if I can keep from having anything else done, I'm going to keep from having anything else done. So working on, like I, like you told me when I do that glute machine, I don't mm -hmm. bend all the way over. I kind of stay upright. And I notice when I, like if my back is hurting really bad, sometimes when I take off walking, it feels like it's compressing, but I just stand up straight. And as I continue to walk, cause I know movement is the best thing for arthritis. Mm -hmm. So I just continue to walk and it kind of works its way out and I feel better. Yeah. Cause usually more times than not, like 99% of the time movement is medicine. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, and like we were talking about before, like being that the pain is there and it's caused by certain things, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't do anything at all. That just means that's right. a limitation and we got to figure out what we can do with that limitation. Yeah. I have like, I mean, my mom has had both her knees replaced. My sister's had one of hers replaced. Now I've had one of mine replaced. So it's a kind of hereditary thing, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, like she sits around and does nothing. And I mean, literally sits and does nothing all day. And I told her, she's like, well, you, you don't understand. I said, what don't I understand? Because I've had the knee replacement. I've had the back surgeries. I said, it's the, it's not that you can't, it's that you won't. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. It's the difference between can't and won't. Yeah. You gotta, and you gotta want to, or you're not going to. Yeah. And I think one of the big factors that a lot of people kind of fall into that category as your sister is that they've almost forgotten what it feels like to feel good. Yes. Like it's very easy to like basically get yourself mentally to that place of like, this is my life. I just deal with my pain and it is what it is. When it, in reality, you might have some control in that situation. Right. That's and why that, I tell you, I'll, I'll just suck it up. And that, that's, that's my mentality. I will just suck it up and I'll keep moving because mm -hmm. I know that's the best thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you're good at seeing what's to come, like the end result of your yeah. efforts. When a lot, a lot of people do struggle with like, it's like, oh, I did this workout. I don't feel that much better after one, but you don't realize how good you're going to feel after 10. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's a skill. It's definitely a skill you got to learn, but you have mastered that skill Thank you. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> but, uh, I think, yeah, we, we, we hit everything that I had jotted awesome. down now to end it. Actually, I got two things. First one okay. is, um, if you were to say, like, if you were to get up on a soapbox and say one thing to scream it to the world, what would it be when it comes to like fitness, nutrition, you have to eat it, it's it's your diet because um when i had my knee replacement i couldn't exercise so like from january well actually november all the way through to i had my knee replacement in may it was diet that got me where i needed to be it wasn't exercise because i could not exercise um well, I did, I could exercise. I could do minimal exercise because my leg yeah. hurts so bad. Um, but it's, it's literally diet. It, it, it's, it's what you put in your body that fuels your body. That's going to help you lose the weight versus the exercise that you do 
because that's really just, I guess, just really helping you tone up. It's not really helping you lose the weight. Yeah, because I mean, the diet is one of those things that one, you can control because right. you can, for the most part, usually control what you're eating. And then that builds confidence, which will allow you to go hit the gym and feel like you're looking good. You might as well keep it going. Right. Then when you get into the gym, you sleep better. So now when you sleep better, you can make better food decisions the next day, have more energy to move around more and burn more calories. And it just feeds into everything. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. And now last but not least is the one thing that I ask every single guest on this show. And it basically tells us everything we need to know about you. <laughs> okay. Are you nervous? Yes. <laughs> Good. That's right where we want you. Um, <laughs> the question is, what is your favorite movie and why? Build of Dreams. Wow, that was quick. Love Most people take baseball. a hot minute. No, no, <laughs> you're no. Like... I love baseball. I even, a few years ago, we went to Dyersville, Dyersville, Iowa, and actually visited the house that they recorded it in, and I got oh, to walk awesome. into the corn. Yeah, love Field of Dreams. I got the um, Shoeless Joe Jackson book. Um, I read it. Yeah, I love that movie. And it's actually, not, I don't, I don't have a thing for Kevin Costner. He's not my favorite actor or anything, but I love Field of Dreams. Shoeless Joe is the name of the book. Okay. Cause he's an interesting dude. I would love to like read a little bit more about him. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good es book. Especially with that whole controversy and everything. I'm very interested to see like his side of the story. Yes. I love that story. And like, you don't realize it, but like, um, they wanted Jimmy Stewart to play, um, Doc Graham in the oh. movie and he passed away. So at the beginning of it, um, the, their daughter is watching, um, Harvey, which starred Jimmy Stewart on a TV. Really? I didn't even realize that, but so he's kind of in the movie, but not in the movie. Yeah. I love those little Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff that the stuff that the producers and the directors and put yes. in and they're just like, no one's going to know this, but it's for us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You don't That's realize crazy. that, but yeah, it's, it's just amazing. But I love, I'm like a big baseball fan. Um, yeah. So and it's only fitting that we do this the day after the World Series. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> the Can't Cardinals didn't make it, but yeah. You know what? You you had your years, like what, 10 years ago when you had Albert Pujols and like that, and Matt Carpenter, like you had your your run as a Cardinals fan. No, <laughs> yeah, but Adam Wainwright is my favorite. I'm so glad yeah. he's coming back next year. But my grandson, um, he's 13 now. He His mom and dad, like his dad came home from deployment and his mom took them to the baseball game. And he mm. was actually at the 2011 world series game when the Cardinals won. Oh, wow. He was that... two, uh, but we that... have a, yeah, it's just the, just the memories. Yeah. That's incredible. That's... He is my, Ty is my favorite. His name is Ty Jackson as like the perfect mm. baseball player name, <laughs> but he is my favorite baseball player of all yeah. time. He got to go to Cooperstown this past um, June and he mm -hmm. hit two home runs in Cooperstown. So we have those memories that, yeah. That's just, incredible. Yeah. And Cooperstown is a cool city. Me and my yeah. brother went with our, with our parents when we were younger. As a little kid, you're like, wow, this kind of feels like the whole town's a museum. But then you look back and you're like, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to go because I had knee replacement. So yeah. I didn't get to go, but his dad and his other um, mama did buy me a t-shirt that says my grandson hit a home run in Cooperstown. So, oh, they actually have t-shirts just ready to go for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. It's like the, it's like this has happened before. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a good book recommendation. We got a good movie to watch for now that we're filming on Sunday. So that's a Field of Dreams is a great Sunday movie. Yes, it is. I love yeah. that show. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> so awesome. we'll wrap, we'll wrap this up. Thank you I'm so much. Shopping. <laughs> What's that? I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Have fun shopping. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a blast and I hope that everybody got a little something out of this. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. I'll talk to you soon, Kem. Everybody else, hope you have an amazing rest of the week. Go kick some ass. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode and you're a new listener, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss another episode. And if you're a returning listener, I would love your feedback. If you could take two seconds to just leave a quick review on iTunes or Spotify and rate the show, that would be greatly appreciated. So thank you in advance and have a great rest of your week.